Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Clarkson drives, got the baseline clear, kicks to Ingles, left corner three, another for Joe! Holy cow, Joe Ingles, how do you do it? Four for five from three to start the night. Driving, pull Rudy, block shot, that's number nine. Rudy's new career high blocks. Rudy Gobert has nine block shots, will we get a triple-double, fans? Don works off the left-hand dribble. Off Rudy, lobs to Rudy, slam dunk Rudy! Donovan with a dime! So that was when the Jazz played the Bulls, which was on March 22nd, not too long ago, and they had no problem. They went into Chicago and won easily. Now they're looking to do the same at home tonight. The Jazz and the Bulls, and then they've got the Orlando Magic tomorrow. When you look at these two games... Should be ones that the Jazz should be able to win, right? The Bulls are 19 and 27, and Orlando is 17 and 31. Both of those ball clubs are on the outside of the playoffs, of course, because those records stink. And <laughs> no other way to say it. So, uh, what am I expecting of the Jazz tonight? I'm expecting them to go to 37 and 11. What am I expecting them to do tomorrow? I'm expecting them to go to 38 and 11. That's the way I see it. And I think that's the way most of us see it, if not all of us see it. Tonight's game, uh, the Jazz pregame, will begin right here on the Zone Sports Network with Jake Scott and Tim Lacombe at 6 o'clock. Both contests tonight and tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Should be fun times for those of you who are able to come into the arena. What are they up there? Over, over 5,000 yep, now, north aren't 5,000 now, yep. Yeah. So, for you who are fortunate enough to have tickets, come on down downtown. Find yourself to you get time to get something to eat. And then go over and watch what we all expect to be W. So it should be a grand night, a glorious night. Two nights, actually, for Jazz fans, as we expect the Jazz to roll. I haven't heard, but I'm assuming Donovan Mitchell will come back from his issue as far as the uh, not flying on the team plane after the second attempt to uh, get to Memphis the other night. I, I guess he'll talk about it. I'm not sure. Whatever the situation is, that's what it is as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I expect him to be able to play uh, two home games and then they go to Dallas and then Phoenix, a couple of road games. I'm expecting him to be involved in that. I know there was some April Fool stuff out there that uh, had tweets saying that he was not going to play road games the rest of the year. I assume that's not going to be the case. Uh, but whatever he's dealing with there, he's going to have to deal with it get him help or whatever needs to be done have it be done so there you go jazz tonight against the bulls you can hear all the action right here live on the zone sports network hashtag nba aldridge right in the lane holds high now bounces low gives for irving they pick him up and he'll fire it away anyway and hits a three and back out to butler on the right side now jimmy brings it up top jimmy's going to go to the basket in Got it to go and fouled by Oubre in a chance for a three-point play. Trey goes behind the pick. Trey drives down the lane. He lays it up and in. Nobody guarded him. He went in and laid it in, and the Hawks lead by six, and Popovich needs another timeout. Green wrap around down low to Millsap. 
East quadruple team kick out three. Murray and he knocked it home. I'm sorry that people seen uh, that language I use. It's not really what I want people to see and hear from me. But um, hopefully I can move past it and get back out on the floor. Sure, you can move past it, Kevin Durant. You're Kevin Durant. <laughs> rules the rules, right? Some guys, some guys have different rules, and if you're good, you have other rules. So, yeah, the language that he used, eh, uh, some spat with a comedian. I don't understand what the point of it was. I didn't honestly, uh, to tell you the truth there, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. Uh, but the apology, and I heard it, went back and looked, forward, uh, looked past on it and saw what it was about. Wow, what are we doing here? But they'll just leave it at that. Whatever it is, they thinking some guys can get away with stuff and others can't. That's the way it's always going to be. As far as on the floor, the Nuggets beat the Clippers. Nice win for them, man. They're rolling a little bit here. Everything is bunched up as far as the middle of the Western Conference goes. You know, the, the Jazz are three games over the Suns. And then the Suns are a game and a half over the Clippers, or actually two and a half games over the Clippers. And so uh, the Clippers are 32 and 18. Lakers are 30 and 18. Denver is coming on strong. They are also 30 and 18. And then Portland is just a half game back of those guys at 29 and 18. So there could be a lot of jumbling going on there as we get forward. The Denver Nuggets have won four in a row. They are 8-2 in their last 10. They're undefeated. I think they've played three three games with Gordon. They put him in the starting lineup and moved Millsap to the bench. Millsap's days as a starter and as a productive big-time player are over. I think he'd probably only have what I don't know what his contract is, but maybe a year or two left to go. Uh, and uh, Aaron Gordon is filling a need for them. I don't think he's a great individual player, but I think the team needed somebody that he, like him, and he is filling it in. For what they need and they go to Los Angeles and get a nice victory over your Los Angeles Clippers right yeah so we'll see what the Clippers can do here uh, Rajon Rondo has not joined them yet interesting I'm interested to see how that's all gonna play out there because there's some big teams there big big talented teams and Denver seems to be hitting your stride so I'd put them in that category that's second round in the NBA playoffs, they're going to be some pretty good teams going home. And that's the way it should be, right? Make it mean something. Uh, the Nets won. Harden's out, but they continue to roll. Aldridge, they slid him into the starting lineup, and he played well. And that was just against the Hornets. Hornets don't have ball. He's out, and that's, that's a big blow to them. Obviously, he was the, going to be rookie of the year and was playing very, very well. Uh, Spurs, Spurs sliding. Hawks get them in a double overtime. They also had the Magic and Pelicans in overtime, if you're interested in that. Magic won that game. They come here tomorrow. That's the only reason why I was interested in that game. Uh, Heat beat the Warriors. Uh, Warriors kind of muddling around there right now. They're out of the playoffs. Uh, I suspect uh, two games under 500. I don't know that they're going to get in. San Antonio is in a little bit of free fall, as I said. So... Uh, where are they going to finish? Can they hold on to that eighth spot? That's two games above 500. Now that's interesting as it pertains to the Jazz down at the bottom of the standings there to see who can 
end up uh, playing, assuming the Jazz hold on to the number one spot, which we all think they're going to do, who is their first-round opponent? I couldn't tell you right now. I don't know. There's teams there that are jumbled up, and then they've got that playoff or play into the playoff, I call it. And so we'll have to see what happens. That's We're probably not going to know that, right? Not have an idea anyway, right down to the end. Obviously, with the play in, we won't know it until those games are accomplished and over with. But I can't really say which team I favor as far which teams I favor as far as getting in there. Need some more time. And we've got about uh, five, six weeks to go before we get to that point. All right, that's your, that's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college basketball. It's been a thrill. It has been unbelievable. I've loved it. It's coaching, and that's all I've ever wanted to do since the summer after my ninth grade year in high school. No one has ever enjoyed coaching like I have. Everybody wants to know the reason, and the reason is very simple. Every time somebody asked me how long I was going to go, I would always say, as long as my health allows me to do it. But deep down inside, I knew that the only thing that would speed that up if I did not feel that I was any longer the right man for the job. I'm not going to say the best man because I never thought I was the best at anything. But 15 years at Kansas, I thought I was the right man. And this time at North Carolina, I thought I was the right man. I no longer feel that I am the right man for the job. Yeah, that's Roy Williams, man. Laying it out there. I listened to that yesterday afternoon. I thought he said it, uh, told it like it is, I guess. He doesn't feel he's the right man for the job. He's 70 years old. The time comes for everybody, right? Unless you die on the job. So he's 70 years old, getting out. Time's running out when you're 70. It's just the way it is. It's the way it was set up, the way it's set up to be. Go ahead and step down. Somebody else will get in there, and you can, however much time you have left, go ahead and enjoy it, Roy. That's a long time. You talked to coached at two premier institutions and that's cool where he said that summer after his ninth grade year in high school he knew what he wanted to do and he went there and did it it's like me when i first heard talk radio and sports talk radio in the early 80s about man i would love to do that and here i am getting to do it it's awesome you know come a time for me and i'm sure all it will be bittersweet like it is for everybody i was thinking about this man you got to put north carolina's men's basketball that job's got to rank right there with any job in college basketball. I don't know that there's any job better. There may be jobs that are just as good, but better. I can't imagine that there's any jobs better. We were thinking of that guy who coached uh, after Dean Smith stepped down. Yak, it just came to me. Bill Guthridge took over. That's who it was, yep. (laughs) And then I think they had Doherty, and uh, then they ended up with Roy Williams here as when he came home from Kansas. Uh, and took that job because that's where he left to go to Kansas from was uh, North Carolina, and he was there for a good long while. And so it'll be interesting to see. Do they stay in the so-called Tower Hill family or they go outside? There's no overwhelmingly obvious candidate. Like Roy Williams was the overwhelmingly obvious candidate when he took the job. But I don't think there's anybody who just screams, you've got to go in that direction. Hubert Davis is on the staff, and they've been saying he's a leading candidate, but I would think that they'd pretty much be able to get anybody they want. So Yeah, this, we'll is, take a, this is a top three job in all in all college basketball. You can get whoever yeah. you want. Yeah, so I'd put uh, Kentucky there. Uh, you know, Gonzaga, uh, 
I don't think Mark Few has a shot at leaving or is interested at, at all leaving. But Mark Few has built that place and just to a beast. And speaking of that, they're playing tomorrow in the Final Four. Uh, first up, you got Houston and Baylor. That's at uh, 314. And then after that, uh, they need half hour, 45 minutes, whatever they do before the next game. You see Los Angeles at the Pac-12 versus the West Coast Conference. That should schedule to be around a little after 630. And you can listen to both of those games right here on the Zone Sports Network. So I'm excited for that second game. The first game, I don't I mean, I'll watch it, but I don't, not really intrigued by it. Whoever wins, wins. My guess is Baylor wins, but I can't say that for sure. I still, and I think Gonzaga will win. We'll have Ken Pomeroy coming up at 830 and get his numbers take on this game. Darn, see what he thinks about both of these teams as far as that goes. And I'm excited to see Gonzaga finish it off. I think they can. I think their their lineup is just that good. I saw a thing where Suggs was saying he may come back for a year. Did you see that, Yak? I saw that, but I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a top five pick. Exactly. He's going to make a lot of money. If he comes back for another year, I would be literally stunned. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that was some April Fool's or what was going on there. Uh, and why would he make that decision now? Sure, his game, every one of these kids can use more seasoning in their games, but when that money's on the table and you're going to be picked that high, I think you got to go. So I'm very intrigued now going forward here. Can Gonzaga pull it off? I think they can. I think they go undefeated and get the job done uh, as far as that goes. And so excited to see that game and uh, tomorrow night. College basketball right here, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. I talked to him last week. I know things are going well. I don't want to put an exact timeline on it right now because mm-hmm. I don't want to set expectations one way or the other. But uh, I know that things are going very well. That's your general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jason Light, on Tom Brady's knee surgery, saying things are going well. Uh, they made it sound like it was a minor surgical procedure. So I expect him to be fine. Something's going on with the Chargers. Still hard for me to call them the Los Angeles Chargers, but I can since it's written right in front of me here on the rundown that Yach puts together. Dean Spanos' sister petitioning in the California court to put one-third of the team's ownership stake up for a sale, contending that mounting debt from the franchise is creating an estimated yearly loss of at least $11 million for the family trust, man. Uh you know, I talk about how opening day are the best two words in sports. <laughs> how about family trust? I was say, is family trust up there? Boy, would I love to have a family trust. I ain't got no family trust. <laughs> Gordon you makes fun of both. me because I talk about my father being a janitor. Uh, he dropped out of high school. And Irish back in back east, now that's my grandfather. Irish need not apply. I know we all like to play the victim, but uh, my grandfather had to go through that. And the job you can get was walking the beat as a cop. And guess what job he had? Walking the beat as a cop. Uh, uh, my two sisters, they fought over the opportunity to get the club that my grandfather had. Not a trust. There's no money involved. But each of them wanted that as an heirloom because they, unlike me, because my my. Irish grandfather died when I was like two years old. 
and they're older, they're way older than me, and they had a relationship with him. I had none. I do not remember it at all. Uh, so that club that he would carry meant something to them because they used to go, both my parents worked my entire life, and so they used to go home after school to my grandparents' house on the Irish side, so they got to know my Irish grandson, I know my Irish grandmother very well. She was like 90 years, 98 years old. In fact, I was living in Utah. I moved to Utah in 93, and one week later she passed at 98 years of age. So one week into it, I was gone back in New Jersey for the funeral. Uh, so I certainly remember her. I did not remember my grandfather that much. But the family is squabbling over the family trust. It's good to be the Spanoses, huh? We'll see what happens there. That's your NFL right here at 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Swung on, bounce towards third. It's yes. over, Riley's headed down the line, and the ball game's over. Gene Segura has won it. First ball swinging. He singles to left, and the Phillies walk him off on opening day. 3-2 to two over the Atlanta Braves. 3-1 pitch, and Osmer strokes that one out to pretty deep right field. Smith going back at the wall. He leaps, and it's going to go. A home run for Eric Osmer. 3-1 San Diego. Here's the 2-2. And Bregman crushes one deep to left field, and you can kiss it goodbye. Back-to-back checks. First Brantley, now Bregman. Five-to-one Astros. Infield in, runners all around, nobody out. Three balls and a strike. The pitch to Fraley, and it's well outside. It's a walk-off walk on opening day 2021. Incredible. An amazing comeback for the Mariners. Watched a lot of baseball yesterday. There's games on ESPN. Plus, I have direct, and they have the free baseball package for the first week of the season to entice you to buy it. So all those games were available for me to watch. So I'm flipping around like crazy going back and forth. Dodgers and the Rockies. Beautiful day. Gorgeous day in Denver. And that crazy game. I don't know if you saw that, but Bellinger hits what looks – well, it was a home run. <laughs> it was a home run. Yeah, Tapia goes back, and I think the wall in left field must have a little platform at the top because he catches it, but this glove smacks it, and the ball goes out and goes over the fence. So he's going into his home run shot. Meanwhile, Justin Turner has rounded second base, thinking the ball's caught. Then you got to go back, touch second, get back to first. So he's got his head down, and, man, it looked like a little who's on first routine there because he – I don't know, I guess he never saw uh, – Turner or uh, Bellinger, and so he passes Bellinger going back to first, or Bellinger packs, passes Turner in his jog going to second. And the rule is a single in and out, and then they allow Turner to score. So instead of a two-run homer, it turns out to just be uh, a single for Bellinger. So if he comes up one run, one home run short of beating Barry Bonds, well, he can look at Justin Turner. Justin Turner had his head down. I don't think he ever saw him. Uh, so I don't know what you do there. Sort of a uh, an honest mistake, I guess you could say. Uh, just the nature of the play. But it was a flukish play right there. And the Rockies win. Dodgers lose. Kershaw, you start to wonder if he gets done. He got pounded up pretty good. I don't, uh, I don't think he is where he used to be. So we'll, that'll be a developing story for the Dodgers going forward. He's a free agent after this season, too. He's pitched a lot of ball for the Dodgers, obviously. He's 33 now, isn't he? He's 33, 
but I think it's like uh, you know the the number of innings and all that stuff. I was going to say he's been an absolute workhorse for a decade. Yeah. yeah. So he's given them a lot of great games, and is he's is he slipping? Is he at the end? Madison Bumgarner is at the end. There's no question about that. He got pounded. The Padres. Padres won. Beat the Diamondbacks eight to seven. They're up six to one. Uh, the Diamondbacks, I think in the fifth or sixth inning, hit four home runs. It set a record for most home runs in an inning on opening day and then for the Diamondbacks as a franchise. And they went up uh, seven to six, but then the Padres scratched out a couple of home runs and won the game there. Neither pitcher, Hugh Darvish, got hit around a little bit too in that game. Uh, some of the stuff, we heard the Braves Losing to the Phillies, Gene Segura. Phillies got to make a move here. Uh, Noel is a great pitcher for Philadelphia. I don't know if their staff is good enough. Uh, they lost Arietta back to Chicago. The Cubs lost. How about that, man? 32 degrees that game was played in. It was sunny, uh, but <laughs> they lost that game 5-3 to three the pod, uh, to the Pirates. And then did you see Detroit? <laughs> well, Miggy Cabrera hit a home run, but did you see it because of the snow? Yeah. The snow's come. Good old Detroit. I got family who lives back there, or extended family, my wife's family. And, yeah, he hits one to right field. And it's not, I mean, it's like not quite white out, but it's coming down pretty doggone good. It was a good flurry. And he can't see it. He can't, So he slides into second base. He literally slides into second hey, Mickey, it was because a he doesn't know run, where the dude. ball is. <laughs> And then, and then he gets up and he looks and they tell him it's a home run. And so then he continues and he jogs around the other two bases for his home run. That was funny. I don't know why you're playing games. Nothing in, says opening uh, day like a snow flurry. Yeah, in Detroit of all places. I mean, you could barely get a good day's uh, weather in May, let alone April 1st. So they go down. Blue Jays beat the Yankees. That was the first game. Uh, and then the Mariners with a nice win. We just served that to walk off walk. Zach Greinke pitched six, six shutout innings. He's a guy I thought was hanging on. The Angels beat the Athletics uh, as Mike Trout. or did I, White Sox. Beat the White Sox, excuse me. I knew it as soon as I said that because I was watching that game too. Uh, Mike Trout with a tie, game-tying single. And Otani scored the winning run. Now, I was watching that game, too. It was a foul ball, but they said the exit velocity by Mike Trout was 112 miles an hour. Man, is a fa- he got around on it so fast. It's a fastball, and he just tagged it, but it was foul. And he actually ended up striking out on that particular bat. But he's a fun player to watch. The Cardinals just pounded the Reds. Goldschmidt and Aaron, Aaron, uh, Aaron Otto. Combined for six hits. I mean, Goldschmidt had four of them. Those two, those two guys anchoring first and third are big-time studs. A lot of baseball. It's opening day. We won't break it down as much as we did. But since it was opening day, I was, I was having fun with it. Nationals continue to have some COVID issues. I don't think they're playing today against the Mets. We'll see if they can get out on the field tomorrow. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job. Too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up right around the corner here when we come back, we'll have David Locke. You know him as the play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz, brought to you by the Murdoch Auto Team. And then at 830, I said 
Ken Pomeroy in the 905. We'll talk to the Bulls play-by-play. Adam Amin, we'll see what they got, what he has to say. Bulls are, they've got a couple of decent players, but they're certainly in a rebuilding stage. Stay with us. It's all coming up next, 97.5, Troll Lady of the Zone.